Hi, I'm Steve, and welcome to the Train Professionals Podcast. So we're going to start off with football today, um, because that is my favorite sport. Uh, first piece of big news. Uh, by the way, um, I've been gone for two weeks. I was on spring break last week, so uh, sorry. But um, if you follow me uh, at TPP Sports on Instagram, you can keep up with all of the sports news. And you don't have to wait for the show to hear all about it. But you do have to wait for the show to hear in-depth analysis of each topic. Um, this one is more fair, recent. Um, it's the biggest piece of news, I would say. But uh, Tom Brady unretired and will be coming back for his 23rd season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like um, this isn't much of a surprise. I mean, okay, the whole retirement thing where, he, like, it was announced by, I think it was Rappaport, Ian Rappaport. No, 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 it was Adam Schefter. That's who it was, Adam Schefter. That's who everybody was mad at. Um, terrible piece of journalism by him, uh, and it kind of just forced his hand, and Tom Brady really didn't have time to think about it. So he came out and just said, hey, like, I'm sure his wife was already like, oh, my gosh, you're going to retire and spend more time with me? And then he was like, I guess, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, um, so... And then he sat on it for a month, and he's like, I'm not done yet. I'm going to keep playing. Um, thoughts, opinions from me. I think he'll be all right. I mean, I I don't know at this point. Like, it's 23rd season. I mean, he was the leader in passing yards last year. Um, so I, at this point, I can't even make any opinions about it. I mean, he could fall off the face of the earth, or he could be incredible. Um, I'd say it's like a 75% chance that he's incredible. So don't be coming to me asking me about it. But um, all right. Second piece of biggest news is probably Russell Wilson being traded to the Broncos. Oh, before I continue, uh, I would like to say thank you again for listening to the show. Um, you can listen to this as a podcast if you are listening to it live. Um Train Professionals podcast um, on pretty much every platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon. But um, one of the listeners of the podcast actually corrected me. Um, I said Brian Campbell last week for the Dan Campbell Award for Best Coach in the NFL. Uh, Shout out to Dominic Gantis. I'm very sorry about that. Um, He is one of my favorite coaches. But once again, uh, Mondays is my long days. And I do actually have a friend named Brian Campbell who gave me a tour at Providence College. Uh, So that is probably why I got the two names mixed up. Um, We call Brian Soup because Campbell Soup. Anyways, uh, that's a tangent. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Um, Let's see. I think I have it right here. Um, Well, anyways, uh, I'll I'll pull it up right now. But what I was going to reference was the odds changed. Uh, The odds change um, for Broncos Super Bowl futures. Uh, I think it went up from like... 
plus 2,200 to plus 1,500, so like a bump in minus 700 pretty much. So uh, if you bet on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl before Russell Wilson went there, good for you. Um, You just got way better odds. What are you looking at me for? Uh, But, yes, um, I mean, what can I say more about it? Um, The Broncos were held back by Drew Locke. Wilson has elite receivers in Judy, Sutton. No longer Fant because he was part of the deal and went to Seattle. I feel so bad for him. It's like all the memes about him like being traded to uh, Seattle with Drew Locke still. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be stuck with him. Uh, I think Greg Olson is still on the Seahawks. They, they always have, like, so many tight ends. Uh, Will Disley, if anybody remembers him, he was, like, sick in fantasy, like, three years ago. But, um, yeah, I mean... Oh, and then uh, Seahawks also trading two first-round picks for Wilson. Um, Same trade package they made for Jamal Adams. Kind of ridiculous. All right, next piece of big news. Rodgers' extension. Um, I said it two weeks ago. Um, It was going to be around $50 and it was, I think, right on the dot, $50 I don't have it right in front of me right now. But, um, yeah, I mean... Incredible, incredible stuff for a man who I think is 37. People talk about Brady's longevity, and yes, that is obviously commendable um, and probably better than Rodgers right now. But Rodgers has been in the league for so long um, and is still playing an elite level. Uh, Won the MVP at, I think, age 36, age 37. I'm not sure. But um, to still get a deal like that, when you're that old, uh, just shows how much confidence the franchise has in you. When they actually invested a first-round pick in uh, behind him in Jordan Love. So, yeah, I mean, good for him. Um, Devontae Adams, though, gets franchise tagged, um, probably to make room for Rodgers. <laughs> I don't know who he's going to throw to now. I mean, Adam Lazard, that's cool. Uh, Equinemius St. Brown, yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're going to need somebody for Rodgers to throw the football to, and Adam Adams will not be there because he said he is holding out until he gets a long-term deal. Both sides are not budging on this. Uh, I don't get what the Packers are doing. I would give a hand and a foot to him, arm and a leg to him, sorry, hand and a foot, arm and a leg to him if I could because he is an elite receiver in the NFL and deserves to get paid. Really, this should have been taken care of a long time ago. This is like, this is just like a classic Packers, like wait until their contract is expired and then have them hold out. This happened last year with Rodgers. So, I mean, I'm surprised Rodgers even played. But yeah, um, kind of ties into the Broncos news also. Uh, Broncos did not get Rodgers. So, uh, sorry, I guess you still got Wilson. I mean, I don't know. Talked a lot, talked a lot about Wilson. Uh, Rodgers would obviously better be better. But uh, keeping on with the Packers, uh, they released Zadarius Smith and signed Preston Smith to a deal. Um, I I get what they're doing. Once again, they made room for Rodgers. Can't pay everybody. But uh, who's he going to throw the football to? And who's going to defend the ball when Rodgers is not on the field? Uh, Smith is an incredible linebacker, and he will definitely get a big payday as soon as a team finds him. Um, 
I'm actually just scrolling through NFL right now, uh, NFL on Instagram. So this is where I'm getting all my news from. Last week or two weeks ago was Uncovered NFL. Um, I might talk a little bit about them, too. They actually covered, like, pretty much every single free agent signing. Uh, today's free agency, by the way. Uh, it started at, like, 11 or 12, 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. today. So um, a lot of stuff going on. Um, let's see. Any other big trades that I'm missing? Um here, let me just scroll through it. I'm not, I don't want to miss anything big and then have everybody yell at me for not going over it. Um, oh, a lot of signings, a lot of signings. Oh, um, oh, oh, how could I miss this? Uh, Khalil Mack traded to the Chargers. Um, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, um, both on the same team. Uh, that's a crazy duo. I mean, Max production hasn't slowed down since he got to Oakland, and he, they traded him for a second and a sixth-round pick. That's kind of an L on the uh, Bears' part. But, I mean, it, he was expensive, and um, but that, the return, second, second and sixth-round pick, that's just not worth it. I don't know. The Bills should have done that. That's who should have done it is the Bills. They need freaking edge rushers. I mean, give him a first-round pick for him. I would have used our first-round pick on Khalil Mack if we could have gotten him. Um, oh, Carson went to the Washington... Oh, Commanders. I almost said Washington football team. No longer. Um, and then I think I talked about Andre Alejandro Villanueva's uh, retirement. That was five days ago. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah. Um, Carson went to the uh, Washington Commanders. Um not a good pickup for them. Uh, actually, I think it's terrible. Uh, I'm looking for the compensation for him right now. Um, I can't seem to find it, but whatever they traded for him, it wasn't worth it because he has proven time and time again that he is not the same uh, player that he was back in, I think, 2017 when he had his breakout, breakout year. Um I guess he's better than the alternative, but, I mean, even though the draft class is bad this year, any of the first-round QBs would have been great for them to get. So, um, L, for sure. Okay. Uh, Chris Godwin, I think, was franchise tagged. Wait, don't quote me on that. Not not ready to say that. Oh, Browns franchise tag, David Njoku. Terrible move. I'm not going to go into that too much because it's just not a big deal. Um, Dolphins franchise tag, Mike Gusecki. They should sign him to a big deal because he is a good tight end. Uh, Cowboys also franchise tag, Dalton Schultz. Um, less concerned about that one. Gusecki is much better and definitely is much more deserving of a contract from the Dolphins. Um, let's see. Oh, Chargers give a huge deal to Mike Williams. Um, I didn't think he was worth this. Three years, $60 million. Um, Justin Herbert likes him. Yeah, I mean, but not that level of player, in my opinion. But it is what it is. I mean, he, he produces, I guess. So, uh, way to go. Way to get that money. Um, Buccaneers franchise tag Chris Godwin. I'm surprised he's not holding out because he deserves a payday also. Um, so Brady will still have Godwin and Evans when he comes back. Gronk um, has to think about what he wants to do. And A.B. is obviously gone because of uh, his, you know, little tamper tantrum that he had against the Jets. Um, okay. Let's see. I'll go over some of the big ones. Oh, uh, Seahawks released Bobby Wagner. Um Incredible middle linebacker. He's been like one of the best player, like defensive players in the past ten years. Uh, 
I think it's a money issue. I don't exactly get it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, any team who gets Wagner is going to be incredibly lucky. Uh, okay, still scrolling through NFL and Instagram. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Browns trade for Amari Cooper. Uh, poor Amari Cooper. I mean, he's had Derek Carr and Dak Prescott, who didn't target him enough. Um, I feel like Amari Cooper could be, like, a top-five NFL receiver, but he just... <laughs> Hasn't I mean, imagine pairing him with, like, a top-five NFL quarterback. I feel like if he was on, like, the Bills or the Chiefs or Packers with Aaron Rodgers, Packers should have traded for him. Jeez. Um, any team that has, like, an elite quarterback. I, Dak Prescott, yeah, he's good. But, I mean, like, really good. Uh, now he's going to Baker Mayfield, which is, like, a step down from either quarterback, uh, Derek Carr, and um, Dak Prescott. So... Yeah, poor Mark Cooper. That that's a, that's all I gotta say. Um, good pickup for the Browns though, but it's just, yeah, that's rough. Um, Cardinals signed Zach Ertz to a three-year deal. Terrible, bad. He's old and bad. No good. Um, oh, Vikings signed Kirk Cousins to a one-year, thirty-five million dollar deal. I don't know how old Cousins is. Um, he is getting. A, that's a lot of money <laughs> that for Kirk Cousins. I mean, for a player who just is, like, game manager, um, going to get you by, yeah, he's no game changer, but he is definitely somebody um, who is uh, who's capable of playing quarterback in the NFL. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, are they going to sign him to a long-term deal after the year? Are they going to be like, all right, this is kind of our last push? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, Cowboys extend Michael Gallup uh, to a five-year, $62 million deal. That That is – he got more money than Mike, Mike Williams. I mean, that's ridiculous. Michael Gallup hasn't done anything, anything at all. Like, he's been bad. But, I mean – I guess receiving talent is expensive. Uh, let's see. I already talked about Zadarius Smith. Oh, Dolphins signed Emmanuel Ogba. That is a an incredible deal. Four years, $65 million. That is a deal and a half. They, they, they got him on an absolute cheap price. So um, good for the Dolphins. Uh, scares me as a Bills fan. Um, Dolphins agreed to terms with Chase Edmonds. Um, Chase Edmonds, I mean... He is what he is now. I, I, I we gotta see him. Like, if is this backfield gonna be his? If it is, then sure, I'm I'm okay with it. Browns releasing Jarvis Landry. This is interesting because I think he could be pretty cheap, and he still has a lot of, of uh, football left in him. So, Chiefs, Bills, anybody who just needs a receiver. Um, Cardinals agree to terms with James Conner. Um, signing a running back to a lot of money. I don't know. Oh, huge news. Uh, Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky. Terrible move by the Steelers. I don't think Trubisky is going to be that good with them. Um, I, I think there was a stat, like average yards per play. Um, the only person who was behind Trubisky was Ben Roethlisberger. So you got an upgrade from your last quarterback. Way to go. Uh Whew, there are so many signings. Okay. Yeah, it's free agency. Um, I'm kind of going speed round through all of these. Um, Seahawks signed Quandre Diggs to a three-year, $40 million deal. Good deal. Great deal. Um, he's a good cornerback, and uh, 
Seahawks defense, low-key, sneaky good. I mean, without Wagner, I'm not sure how it's going to be. I don't, why did you spend the money on Diggs and not Wagner? It completely confuses me. I mean, middle linebacker is definitely, like, the quarterback of your defense, so you should prioritize that. Um, Eagles agree to term with Hassan Reddick. Uh, good player. Um, Eagles, I don't know what their plan is. Hurts, they got there. So uh, defense is definitely a problem for the Eagles. They need to be able to hold teams because their offense is kind of struggles at scoring. Jaguars signed Christian Kirk to a four-year $72 million deal with a max value of $84 million. He is now one of the top five highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. Is he worth it? No. Uh, he's all right. I mean... I could see what the Jaguars are doing. They're trying to get weapons around Lawrence so that he can get better. But that's a lot of money. And Lawrence needs that money later. So uh, Packers re-signed Devondre Campbell, linebacker. Uh, Five-year, $50 million. Um, good deal. Oh, 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 oh. J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. Um, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, uh, Derwin James. Oh, wait. Is Derwin James? Hang on, I always get these two. Yeah, I think he's on the Chargers. Derwin James and Joey Bosa all on one team. That's scary. Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, all on the other side of the football. So, I mean, they're incredible on both sides. I think I, this is their attempt to beat the Chiefs. Um, and if Justin Herbert can, like, really, like, st- step up his game he's already done it like I think last year was an improvement from the year before that for him so way to go Um, Jaguars signed Evan Ingram once again big tight end for Lawrence to throw to Uh, Jets signed CJ Azuma Um, another big tight end for it's kind of like security blankets for both their young quarterbacks uh, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence Uh, not bad signings Uh, three year deal for the Jets um Wonder if they could be able to get out of that in case he doesn't work out. He seems like one of those tight ends where you sign him to like a pretty big deal and then he kind of just falls off the face of the earth. That kind of just defines the Jets every time a player goes to them. Uh, last signing I have here, Say Jones agrees to three years uh, worth up to $30 million with the Jack Horse. No money. They have no money left for Trevor Lawrence. This is ridiculous. Um, Zay Jones, I mean, just a few years ago, he was on the Bills and people considered him a terrible receiver. Now he has like one or two kind of decent years with the Raiders and they sign him. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, all right. So I think I went through all the free agency and pretty much all of the big news. Um, there should be more to come, more trades and stuff like that. I will go over it next week. Um, draft season is coming up. I didn't even talk about the combine today. But, uh, yeah, I mean – Definitely, um, <laughs> football is like an all all around, all year round thing. Jeez, um, if you really think about it, um, it's incredible, and I, I love it. It's it's so fun to kind of get into. But yeah, eventually I'll be releasing a mock draft or something like that. I think for like the Bills, maybe maybe. I can't be doing a full mock draft. I don't have time for that. But yeah, all right. That is going to do it for our football section. Now let's get into some baseball. All right. Let's get into the baseball talks. Guys, guys, guys. I have some very big news. Um... It's been two weeks since we've had the show, but uh, this happened pretty recently, right, right? Um, hang on, hang on. 
Oh, the lockout ended. Guys, the lockout ended. Well, April day, <laughs> gosh dang it. Opening day is gonna be April 7th. Um, I, I didn't think I was late on the lockout news. I mean, it's only been four days, right? I mean, geez, but um, yeah. So, now that the lockout is over, um, MLB free agency and trades have occurred. So, uh, Scherzer in a Mets uniform, is that is the first time that we've seen him in it. Um, all right, cool. So, the first big move of the baseball offseason that I can see is the Giants signing Carlos Rodon to a two-year, $44 million deal. Rodon is a good pitcher, and San Francisco um, wanted to bolster their bullpen. Um, good, good pickup by them. Uh, their offense is, I mean, top top notch. Like probably one of the best um, in baseball. Offense might be the best in the NL, probably behind the Dodgers. I don't know. That's close. But, yeah, if their defense can get good, um, if their bullpen can get good, then uh, Rodon is a step in the right direction. Speaking of the Dodgers, uh, Dodgers signing Clayton Kershaw. Um, He's old, but Kershaw's stuff is still filthy. Um, He still throws a nasty uh, curveball. So, I mean... Yeah, I'm, I, he, he's definitely worth keeping around for another year. I think he has another year's worth of good baseball left in him. And uh, I feel like the Dodgers owe it to him after how good of a career he's had in L.A. So, um, yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Um, Cubs are in agreement with shortstop Andrelton. Jeez. Andrelton, gosh dang, I always struggle with his name. Uh, Andrelton Simmons, um, one year, $4 million. Uh, good defender, um, pretty good hitter, I think. So, yeah, good pickup for the Cubs. Um, very good stuff. Uh, oh, Freddie Freeman. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I should have opened up with this. Freddie Freeman. Um he and Atlanta seem to be having a dispute. Uh, he doesn't really want to go back, I don't think. Um, and, uh, okay, kind of to bolster this news, um, Braves acquired Matt Olson, first baseman, Freddie's position. So Freddie's probably going to be gone. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Freddie Freeman... Braves, uh, he, he was the guy in uh, Atlanta. That's what the manager said. Wait, hang on, I have a quote. This is all from uh, MLB on Fox, by the way. Oh, here it is. He's been our guy for a number of years, and personally, he means a lot to me. Uh, Brian Snicker reacting to the news that Frank Freeman may not be returning to Atlanta. Um, yeah, huge stuff. I mean, that, that, that makes big waves in the baseball world. I kind of... But, yeah, I mean, I think the top target for him is the... I think it was the Yankees. I'm not sure. Who who was it? Oh, Dodgers. Dodgers offered Freddie Freeman a multi-meter contract. Um, I mean, who wouldn't want Freddie Freeman? Freddie Freeman is an elite hitter and an elite first baseman. So, yeah. All right. And there was a trade between the um, Texas Rangers and Minnesota Twins. Um, 
the Rangers got Mitch Garver and the Twins got Isaiah Kainer-Falefa, um, who actually got traded to the Yankees. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, oh, and also the Twins got uh, Ronnie Henriquez, um, a right-handed pitcher. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Twins just used it to get... I'll talk about the deal in a second. Um... Oh, and then I'll talk about some of the new rules in the CBA and what I think about them. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I'm waiting. Dang. I'm trying to pull this up. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Blue Jays signed Yusei Kikuchi um, to a three-year, $36 million deal. Um, great pickup for them. Uh, Blue, Blue Jays' starting rotations are, is now Berrios, Gossman, uh, Rio, Manoa, and Kikuchi. I mean, that's great. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think, yeah, Blue, Blue Jays are definitely trying to solidify their bullpen also um, with Flatty and Bo Bichette on the other side of the bat. So, I mean, yeah, good, good pickup by them. Um... Mets choir, Chris Bassett. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> the Mets really have a good rotation now with Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett. Um, I worry a little bit about how deep their bullpen can go. Um, the relievers, I don't think they're there. Speaking of relievers, uh, White Sox signing Joe Kelly. Uh, Joe Kelly is kind of known for the whole trash-talking incident uh, with, I think it was Correa, um, on the Astros, but he actually is a good reliever, and it's a good pickup for the White Sox. Uh, Twins acquire Sonny Gray. Um, they ch- they uh, traded him for Chase Petty. Um, so, I mean, pretty good move by the Twins. Sonny Gray, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's still pretty good. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. Um, this is kind of like the, one of the trades I've been talking about with my friends a lot. Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa to the Yankees for Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like a meh for a meh trade. Like I, I, It's not like big names or anything like that. But, I mean, Donaldson can still produce even at his age. And uh, Falefa, he's actually a pretty good shortstop. He used to be a catcher, I think, and he transitioned to shortstop so he has proven to be a good hitter but yeah i mean i i think it's a pretty good trade i got for both sides i think it's pretty even uh if sanchez sanchez jeez uh geo and sanchez are both like kind of spotty hitters but when they're on they're on they're pretty good uh falafa's very good consistent hitter and donaldson if he can somehow regain his old form when he was on the blue jays then i think that they will be incredible um Braves acquire Matt Olson. I talked about that. Um, Brewers signing Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, pretty good, uh, pretty good pickup. Real fast guy. Um, gets on base, steals a lot of bases. So I mean, yeah, they got Yelich, and then I mean, I imagine that uh, they'll have McCutcheon bat ahead of Yelich, and then Yelich will bat him in. But yeah, I don't know where he'll be in that uh, rotation. Um, and uh, let's see what else is there. Um, I think that's kind of all the moves. It's been pretty quiet um, for baseball free agency. But uh, let's see. Let me look at some of the agreements that they made. Uh, one of them being, okay. Um, 
Oh, well, that's a different one. Uh, there's a tentative agreement in the new CBA that states if the All-Star game is tied after nine innings, the game will be decided by a home run derby. I mean, that's pretty interesting. It seems a little tacky, but it is cool interesting. It, it is pretty cool. Um, okay, here we go. So, notable rule changes in the new CBA. Uh, 12-team expanded postseason, universal DH, nine innings, uh, nine inning games in double headers, no runners on base to start extra innings. Okay, so last one, no runners on base to start extra innings. Talk about tacky. That was terrible. Um, they were trying something, so good for MLB. They're trying to reach their audiences, but stop messing with the game. Uh, um, you're just going to make people want to turn off the TV that way. And it's going to make uh, fans pretty mad because uh, it, it, it is just kind of tacky. I mean, why would you do that? And it's pretty much a free run every single time from scoring position. But um, nine inning games and double headers. I'm not sure who proposed that. I, I, I would think... Maybe it's the owners because they want more ad revenue, or maybe it's the players because they feel as though the seven-inning games are Mickey Mouse kind of sort of games. Like, um, and also managers. I mean, for pitchers, it feel kind of weird. Like, I think it's like what three innings is a win for a pitcher, and like, I yeah, I don't I don't know who proposed that, but I, I like the rule. I mean, seven-inning doubleheaders were kind of dumb in the first place to me, but. Um, I like that rule. Universal DH. Um, so I don't... I mean, it's tradition to have DH in the... Jeez. Um, uh, to have a DH in the AL, but not in the NL. It, it was bound to happen eventually, but let's see. And then 12-team expanded postseason. Um, I mean... I don't know. I wild card rounds were already kind of like iffy. Uh, one game and you're out. Um, and I don't know. It, it feels kind of like a an owner decided to do that. Um, it's like the NFL, like adding the seven seed that has done nothing for the game. Um, and then I think somewhere I saw that there was going to be a pitch clock added too. Uh, I actually like the pitch clock rule. It makes it a little quicker. And, um, yeah, I think it's just kind of a cool addition to baseball. Uh, it was, it's been a thing for college for a while. So, yeah. Um, I think that's everything for baseball news. Let's get into some hockey now. Let us get into the hockey, the stakes and pucks and all those good things. Um, okay, most recent piece of news, um, uh, Austin Matthews got a two-game suspension for cross-checking Rasmus Dahlin um, in the neck. Um, okay, I, I'm a Sabres fan, um, and even I didn't think that was intentional, but... Can't do that, even if it wasn't intentional. I mean, the way it looks at the NHL was like, well, he wasn't doing it on purpose. And then, he, yeah, I, I get why they had to go and suspend him. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, big trade. Well, kind of big trade. Uh, Drew Helson and a 2023 second-round pick um, to uh, to Anaheim, and Colorado receives Josh Manson. So, um, good pickup for Colorado, especially um, getting close to, kind of to the end of the season. It's, it's more of the middle of the season, but, um, yeah, I mean, that will be a great addition for them to push through 
and get that Stanley Cup. And um, yeah, it, it's just a nice piece to add. Um, oh, Sabres won the Winter Classic. Um, you know, or what is it? It's not the Winter Classic. It's the Heritage Classic. Sorry. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, what was I gonna look at? Um, Oh, yeah. Um, Sabres beat the Golden Knights, and Jack Eichel had some choice words to say about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see if I can pull it down. Pull it up. I think it'll be around here somewhere. Um, Okay. Well, it was along the lines of something like um, seven years. Uh, Okay. Okay. that's the loudest I've ever heard the stadium be, and it only took seven years of me leaving for uh, it to get to that. Um, well, Jack, I bet it would have been loud if you had taken the Sabres to the playoffs, but you didn't. And now you're on the Golden Knights, and they, I think, are 4-8 and eight with you on the team uh, since you started playing. Way to go. You did great. Um, okay, so five days ago, but... Um, so I'm looking at the top 10 single season save percentage of all time. Uh, Jacques Plant is at number one at uh, 943 or 944. And Igor Shosturkin is right behind him this season at 942. Oh, Craig Anderson is behind him there at a 941. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Um, well, I would have expected Hasek to be um, a little bit higher than that, but uh, Hasek is at number seven with a nine three seven. But anyways, um, yeah. So uh, Shesterkin's playing out of his mind. He is literally carrying the Rangers to the playoffs right now, as it stands. Um, if he keeps playing like this, then yeah, there's no reason the Rangers can't make the playoffs. Um, Toronto is kind of reeling right now. I think in the past. 11 out of 12 games, uh, they've let up four goals, um, which is kind of ridiculous, considering the fact that they have some great talent on their team. Jack Campbell has been playing absolutely terribly, but... um, yeah, and uh, Peter Mrazek has not been doing much better. I mean, he let in five goals against the Sabres. One of them was an empty netter, I think. So four goals against the Sabres, which is like, wow, bro, what are you doing? Oh, one of the calls was questionable. I actually didn't see much talk about it, but, like, the post came off, um, and the puck slid behind Mrazek. Um, no one really seemed to question it. Everyone was talking about the Austin Matthews cross-check, but uh, to me that looked, like, suspicious, but I, I didn't think it should have been a goal but it was so um you know you know you, you know you the uh, what's the saying uh it is what it is there we go that's a good sign um all right so let me give you a quick rundown of the standings i'm kind of just blabbering about hockey uh okay eastern conference number one florida panthers number two tampa bay lightning and still number three is the toronto maple leaves uh with austin matthews leading the goals i believe uh metropolitan uh number one carolina hurricanes wow they're ridiculous 41 13 and 5 oh i didn't read the records okay so florida is 40 13 and 6 tampa bay is 38 15 and 6 toronto is 37, 17, and 5. Um, and then, okay, Carolina, 41, 13, and 5. Ridiculous. Penguins, uh, they've been good, but um, I mean, 
We'll, we'll see how long that lasts. But uh, 36, 15, and 9. And the Rangers at number 3 at 37, 17, and 5. I would say that probably 33 of those 37 wins are due to Igor Shesterkin. Um, in the wild card is Boston at 36, 18, and 5. And Washington at 32, 18, and 10. Uh, Washington is kind of hanging out. Hanging in there, but um, good job. Right behind them is the Columbus Blue Jackets at 30, 27, and 3. Blue Jackets actually having like a semi-decent season for, you know, the amount of talent on their team. But, yeah. Um, okay. So, Western Conference. Uh, number one is Colorado Avalanche uh, at 42, 13, and 5. Wow. Crazy. And, um... With the addition of, uh, geez, um, hang on a sec. Uh, and with the addition of Josh Manson, that's only going to get better. St. Louis Blues, 34, 17, 8. Uh, awesome season for them, too. Uh, Minnesota, 34, 20, and 4. Um, they're doing a great job, also. Calgary is. Number one in the Pacific Division at 36, 16, and 7. Kings are behind them at 33, 20, and 8. Edmonton has moved up to number three at 32, 23, and 4. Um, incredible season for Edmonton. Um, could win the whole thing. I think I was talking about that two weeks ago also. Um, Nashville at 34, 21, and 4. They actually are also having a good season um, after like not being great last year, two years ago. Uh, once again, I think I talked about that two weeks ago. And Vegas is barely holding on to a playoff spot at 32, 25, and 4. Um, they were expected to have one of the best top lines in hockey with the addition of Jack Eichel, and it just has not been working out too well for them. Um, yeah, I mean, Vegas, they, I think this is actually like the first time they're out of playoff standing by points percentage um, for the first time in their existence. So, um, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I, Eichel is a good player. He's getting used to it. Uh, I think they will be better. Um, but um, speaking of Vegas Golden Knights, Tuck, Alex Tuck has been playing absolutely out of his mind uh, for uh, the Sabres. And also, same as Peyton Krebs. Um, I know no one really cares about the Sabres, um, but I'm going to talk about them anyways. They've been playing much better than they... Um, normally do to say the least so uh yeah good job by the sabers um they're really playing as a team right now so yeah um let's see i mean kind of went over the standings um looking for some more hockey news oh uh (laughs) wayne gretzky announced the uh Heritage Classic, so, I mean, <laughs> did an alright job, but he said he'd be uh, hanging up the headphones after that and probably never doing it ever again. But, um, yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Mark Stahl has played 1,000 games. He plays for the Red Wings now. He mostly played his games for the Rangers, so, uh, good for him. Let's see. Oh, um, Let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. Um, the 
Avalanche have also signed Pavel Francouz for two more years, two-year deal. Darcy Kemper. So, yeah, Darcy Kemper has been doing okay um, in goal. It's not Grubauer. I was completely incorrect. But um, I actually don't know much about this Pavel Francouz guy. But, yeah, uh, Joe Pavelski, one-year deal for the Stars. Um, Yeah, veteran forward. I mean, pretty good signing, so... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much a steal for them, but um, he has been absolutely incredible for the Stars. Um, All right, anything else that I'm seeing? Um, Robert Thomas, 43 points, uh, new career best. Um, And... Anthony Duclair, uh, 45 points, new career best, so that's only going to get better. Craig Anderson wins his, earns his third, 300th NFL, NHL, jeez, NHL win. Um, good for him. He's been in the league for a while. He's kind of been a journeyman towards the end there, but uh, I think I was reading him in the top 10 um, safe percentage guys uh, in a single season, so he's a pretty good goalie, but... Um, yeah, and then let's see. Ooh, uh, Calder Trophy tracker. Um, more. Oh, jeez. Um, I always struggle with hockey names. Uh, more Cider, uh, seventy points. Lucas Raymond, forty-two points. Trevor Zegris with forty-one points, and Michael Button with thirty-two points. Um. Uh, Zegris, I think. I mean, Slider has been good, and uh, so is Raymond. But Zegris, I think, could come along and take it. But um, Zegris really is the future of the NHL, in my opinion. He is just such a nice, bright young star. So, yeah. All right. I think that is going to wrap it up for hockey, and this is also going to wrap it up for the podcast. Um, So you're listening to a live playback right now. If you want to listen to the live show, maybe hear some music too, uh, tune in on the Radio FX app, uh, WDOM 91.3, Providence College Radio. Um, That is it for the Training Professionals podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.